Good evening, Source Nation. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Kathy B. I'm so excited to be back here in the studio with you once again this evening. Tonight is going to be an amazing conversation because we're going to be speaking on a very important topic that is truly trending in today's talk space. But before I let you guys know what we're going to be discussing, I want to take a moment to thank my wonderful and amazing sponsor, The Fisher Projects. Now, if you guys have not had the opportunity to go take a look at The Fisher Projects, you need to. Now, you can find The Fisher Projects at www.thefisherprojects.org. Now, the executive director is Tiffany Fisher, and Tiffany is doing some wonderful and amazing things right here in the Triad area. She is truly helping the young women of this community uh, to become bright and beautiful women that can serve our communities in the future and she's doing that with some excellent mentors so if you will go out and support tiffany today you can definitely find her on facebook at the fisher projects also at www.thefisherprojects.org and if you are in the triad area ladies i'm telling you do not miss this wonderful event breakfast with tiffany it is coming back to the triad August 10th, your girl Kathy B is going to be there. You definitely do not want to miss this day because we're going to be talking about issues that we as women um, necessarily may not be speaking on um, day to day with our girlfriends, moms, anyone. So come out August 10th, be with us on that day, and let's create some wonderful and exciting memories. Well, tonight's conversation is all about self-love. This is a topic that truly has been trending for weeks, right? And I want to just talk a little bit about it, give you my insight on self-love and some nuggets, and, you know, let's go out and really begin to make a difference, Source Nation. Let's make a difference. So um, had the opportunity to take a look out on psychology today. Of course, you know, Source Nation, whenever I source any type of information, um, I let you know where I'm going to uh, get that information from. That way you can go back and after you listen to my show, of course, <laughs> you can go back at your leisure and take a look at the article. But tonight, again, the subject is on self-love. So let me ask you this, Source Nation. Do you under understand what self-love is and what it it, uh, entails in order for us to be very healthy and be comfortable with who we are when we take those necessary steps. So self-compassion is a way of relating to yourself that does not involve really harshly judging or punishing ourselves if we ever make a mistake or every time someone does better than you. Now, on Psychology Today, it basically states that self-compassion shows in uh, various areas. It says, when you understand self-compassion, you no longer will have uh, anxiety and depression. So it's less of that. Uh, You have more optimism. You feel better in recovery than you do when you are stressed. Your better adherence to healthy behavior changes, such as exercise and diet. I truly believe that. I can tell you just a quick 
short story. Um, of course, you guys know that I often speak about my divorce and I've often spoken about in the past about me uh, losing out on a contract with a big news affiliate here in this area. And I also often said that, that that period in my life was the darkest point of my life and I slipped into depression which equated to um, some anxiety and uh, it's been 12 years since that but oftentimes I do experience a depressed moment I do experience anxiety so what do we do at those times in our lives of course I feel it's very natural for us to not forget where we came from but look at where we're going and begin to take a moment to reflect just on us because I can tell you I'm the type of person that um, I will take the focus off of me and I will put my focus on someone else and or something else and I make sure that I execute it with excellence but in the meantime am I truly taking the time that I need to heal that I need to begin to love on myself so again like I said I decided to go back out to psychology today and and just take a look at what they're speaking on in regards to self-love and self-compassion and I found this young lady her name is Kristen Neff and this is what she said self-compassion is and I quote self-compassion involves treating yourself with the same kindness concern and support you show to a good friend When faced with difficult life struggles or confronting personal mistakes, failures, and inadequacies, self-compassion responds with kindness rather than harsh self-judgment. Recognizing the imperfection is part of the shared human experience. And again, that was Kristen Neff. Three facts of self-compassion. And I decided that I wanted to go back and take a look at my journal because I also mentioned that I journaled a lot uh, during my my state of losing a marriage that I, I wanted and, of course, losing a job that I wanted. So I began to journal. And these are some of the things that I wrote down in my journal that I felt very um, compelled to share with you tonight, Source Nation. Mindfulness. What is mindfulness and why is this so important when we think about self-compassion and self-love? Mindfulness is having an open, curious, non-judging attitude, not over-identifying with negative stories about yourself, okay? So be mindful of the things that you, you say to yourself. Be mindful of the things that you do to yourself. Self-kindness. What is self-kindness? Treating yourself kindly rather than harshly, extending the same care and support to yourself that you would give a good friend or a loved one. So be kind to yourself. Common humanity. Allowing yourself to be human, to make mistakes and learn from them. Knowing that as humans, we are not perfect nor should we be expected to act flawlessly. Now, I will say this right here, um, out of those three things, I want to reflect on self-kindness. And I will read that to you once again. It says, treating yourself kindly rather than harshly, extending the same care and support to yourself that you would 
to a good friend or a loved one. Now, I, I can tell you in the early days of me having to go through a failed marriage, man, when I tell you that I at first blamed myself for not being the perfect wife, and in actuality, Source Nation, I really was. I took care of home. I took care of my boys. I made sure to get up and go to work every day because I knew that um, my family was depending on me. And, you know, I wanted my husband to know that even though I worked long hours, I was still going to be uh, the wife that he needed. I was still going to be the supportive wife. I still was going to be, you know, that, that great mom. But yet things just did not work out. And I truly blamed myself. I actually ended up blaming myself um, because I was trying to be that perfect person. And somewhere alone down that line of trying to be perfect, I missed a step which caused me to lose my marriage. Again, that was my mindset. That was what I was thinking at the time. You know, 11 years from you know not being married and actually 12 years from not being um, at that news affiliate I know different and I know better <laughs> let's go on so um, with that said they said you know there are several things that we need to to recognize um, when it comes to self-compassionate and understanding yourself and Kristen gave seven steps and of course I want to give those out and then read a little bit in reference to what she stated on the seven steps and it says recognize that you are experiencing emotional distress or mental suffering and what that is she stated adapt a mindful attitude in which you are deliberately paying attention to your inner experience so that you can notice when you're beginning to shift into a negative state the minute you realize that you are thinking negative thoughts about yourself or feeling anxiety in your body stop and say to yourself this is a difficult moment or this is a difficult time in my life right now and I'm feeling distressed in my mind and my body so recognize 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 the fact that you are stressed. Recognize the fact that you um, are suffering with depression, anxiety, and do something about it. You remember a couple of weeks ago I was stating, and I made this uh, a fact that within the African-American community, so many of us are suffering from anxiety and depression, but yet we, we feel as though we can't go and talk to someone it is okay. It is okay to go and speak to a therapist. Go and speak to your pastor. Someone that can listen that will not judge you. Because I truly feel when you begin to express how you are feeling and you are able to, to nip it in the bud, you will feel so much better. You definitely will. Number two states, accept the feeling. Accept that the feeling is there. Yeah, I, I believe in that. And this is what she said in reference to that. Make a conscious decision to set whatever negative feeling is there and try to accept it because it's there anyway, rather than pushing it away. If it's a negative thought, look at the underlying emotion, meaning if it's anxiety, sadness, or anger. Look at that. Or scan your body to see where you feel the most tension and discomfort. You may feel it in your chest, belly, shoulders, throat, face, jaw, 
or other areas. I'm going to tell you, when I'm stressed, Source Nation, <laughs> I feel it in my shoulders. When I tell you that my shoulders are hard as, as bricks, when I'm stressed and tensed, I definitely can feel it. If you're just now tuning in, you're tuning into Conversations with Kathy B. And tonight we're talking about um, self-love and self-compassion and why it is very important. And of course, I'm reading from um, an article that was written on Psychology Today. It's all about being uh, mindful and self-express with powerful steps of self-love and compassion. All right, let's go on. Number three, it states that imagine you might feel if you saw a loved one experiencing this feeling. So how would you feel if you saw a loved one? In your mind's eye, imagine your loved one being scared or sad or feeling bad about themselves. Then think about what you might feel. Perhaps you would feel the urge to help or comfort them. Try to direct this compassionate mindset toward yourself. If you notice any resistance or thoughts of, I don't deserve compassion, you want to acknowledge that and try to direct compassion to yourself anyway. You may want to ask yourself, why do I think I deserve compassion or why do I not deserve it? Okay? So challenge your negative story about yourself. This is number four. If you can't feel compassion for yourself because you feel undeserving or bad, try to think about this as an old story. Notice the old story of why you are bad. Now find a way to challenge the interpretation. If you acted in an unhealthy or irresponsible way, ask yourself if there were circumstances that influenced your behavior. Perhaps you experienced past trauma or you were caught in a stressful situation. Now make a commitment to try to learn from the experience rather than beat yourself up. Other ways to challenge the story are to ask yourself if you're seeing things in black or white, if you're being too judgmental, or if you're seeing the situation from only perspective. Are there other kinder ways to view the situation? Are you expecting yourself to be perfect rather than allowing yourself to be human? That right there is very important as well. Number five, think about how everyone messes up sometimes. It's tempting to think that you're uniquely messed up while everyone else is a paragon of virtue. In fact, even the most successful people make serious mistakes. Think about all the mistakes politicians make. Lord, <laughs> we see that every day, right? Coming right out of the White House. <laughs> but making a mistake doesn't undo all of your accomplishments and successes. Now, Kristen says, common human app humanity i'm sorry common humanity as an aspect of self-compassion humans are learning and developing things rather than um finished products and we all work we are all works in progress that i believe too she also stated decide what it would take to forgive yourself if your behavior hurts you or another person ask yourself what it would take to forgive yourself Think about whether you want to apologize and make amends to the person that you hurt. If you hurt yourself through addictive behavior, avoidance, relationships, or otherwise behaving unwisely, 
making a coping plan for the next time you are in a similar situation so that you can, can begin to act differently. And seven, use self-talk to encourage yourself. Now, how important is that? That is very important. You may say something like, it doesn't help to beat yourself up or everybody makes mistakes sometimes. You may want to acknowledge yourself for trying even if you weren't successful. You may tell yourself to focus on the positive aspects of what you did as well as the negative ones. Or the behavior change is a process and you need to keep trying. I, I truly believe that, Source Nation. You know, when you um, are beginning to understand what self-love is and you know that you have been in a place where it was negative and it was unhealthy for you, I believe that it's okay to say, hey, you know, you were wrong. You know, you don't need to think like that. What are you going to do to change it? And when you can literally sit down and look at the things that you have gone through and you've worked through those those things, I also believe when you begin to share, when you begin to share your journey, you don't know who you may come in contact with and you don't know how your words will resonate with others i'm telling you your story could ultimately be someone else's blessing so the things that you go through when you have the ability and the courage to share i say do that also too when you are going through things and you just don't feel your best sometimes it's going to take you literally looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that things are going to be better and it will be okay and you know sometimes if you if you're unable to to um find a um therapist or possibly speak with a pastor there are many life coaches and sometimes you may have to become your own life coach and that's okay and this is what I think on that as we are closing out rather than pushing yourself with the negative thoughts gently guide yourself into a positive direction Sometimes you may want to ask yourself what led to the destructive behavior or what led to your negative thoughts and your judgmental self. Whether it's really what you want to be doing and what the consequences are, tell yourself that you have other choices. And that is so true, Source Nation. You really do have other choices. And it's never too late to change. Then think about the steps that you can take to move away from the negative into the positive direction that you want to go or where you want to be. And if someone else was mean, go ahead and let them go. Or if someone was guiding you into that negative space, don't be afraid to let them go. Let them go and begin to focus on you. Because at the end of the day, Source Nation, the ultimate love that you can give and the most beautiful love that you can give will be towards yourself. Guys, thank you so much. You've been listening live right here on Conversations with Kathy B. I'm so excited that you stopped by this evening to listen. Take the nuggets that we've shared and definitely be back here next week with me. Next week with me in the studio. More great conversation, dynamic guest. And I'm telling you, we're 
making a change and a difference for better. Thanks so much, guys. Be blessed. I'll see you back here in the studio next week. Good night.